Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Uh, today, we are going to talk about a much-requested uh, topic, Agile methodologies. It is a very popular or a very well-implemented uh, methodology when it comes to IT software development. Um, so, as you guys know, uh, for new listeners, um, you know, Amit and I, we, every week, we pick a topic and we dive deep into uh, that topic. Today, usually it's a technology-related topic, uh, but today, uh, because it was a requested topic, we're going to talk about Agile methodology, which is not a directly um, tech topic uh, per se, but it is very close to software development and um, anyone who is in IT um, probably already knows about it, or if not, then they should know about it. So we thought it would be a good topic for us to cover. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we are not in any way the sort of the official uh, sort of descriptor of Agile methodologies, but we've used it in, in, in various engagements in the past. And a lot of the times we've also, while not strictly, um, you know, used some sort of hybrid of Agile methodologies tailored to the organizational need. So we, we have, you know, maybe not academic expertise, but we certainly do have uh, commercial and uh, sort of practical real life implementation of agile methodologies. So yeah, quite uh, quite exciting topic, quite a niche topic. And um, I feel like what we have experienced in our various job experiences would help the, the listeners and viewers understand the methodology and see the freedom it offers as opposed to some other ways of working in IT. So uh, thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for coming along. Um, Amit, do you want to start off with um, what do you think Agile Methodologies is? Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, uh, Renat, for that introduction. I think uh, it was a it was a request from one of the listeners, and uh, we wanted to cover that topic. So, agile is uh, not related to tech, but it's a, a process that people follow to deliver a software product, especially in the technology industry. Um, and uh, it has been very popular uh, because of the way um, things move in the software industry. We have to deliver things very fast. And that's why this methodology came. Uh, but we need to understand the history behind why this methodology came. Because prior to Agile uh, delivery, we had a waterfall model. And that used to follow an iterative, uh, I mean, not an iterative approach, but a serial approach where you start with, say, uh, what are the requirements? What do I want to build in terms of software? And then you try to define all that. Then you start planning, okay, what do I need to uh, build the software? Then you start building it. So you've done the planning. So now you do the development um, and then you do some testing. Um, and testing comes in the end. Uh, and the and the problem with that was that uh, because testing was in the end, it took a lot of time to find the defects. So suppose you start with the requirements in the first phase, planning and then development and then testing. It has taken up to three or four months. So you have not actually tested or seen the product. And by the time you start giving feedback to the development team about how the product is and how it should be based on the requirements, um, you end up spending a lot of cost in fixing it. So it's too late in the cycle. And once you test, then you have to go and release it. So that used to be the uh, earlier model where you used to start with the requirements, planning, 
development and uh, testing and then release in between you also had the design phase where uh, before the development how the software should look how the software uh, should work those things were um, also um, decided so that design uh, part was also there then a couple of uh, uh, i mean over a, over a period of time people thought okay we can do better so there is a group of people and they came up with the agile manifesto and uh, i mean we'll not go too deep in the agile manifesto people can google it but in principle it was all about uh, less documentation less process more about collaboration more about uh, the working product so it, it people didn't want to care about what is the documentation for the product if the product is not working and it's not ready then the documentation doesn't matter and no matter how much process you follow if you can't build it on time and deliver it to the customer it doesn't matter and then how do you collaborate uh, you should not have different teams and each team is working in silo for delivering a product it's like you have to deliver a car but everyone in the organization is working separately and they don't have the vision of the car so everyone is working towards a common goal so that's why people need to collaborate so people from design team development team the product team the testing team uh, the release team everyone needs to collaborate together to deliver the product and that is what was um, important and that's one of the key features of the agile methodology and what people currently are um, familiar with when we talk about agile is scrum so uh, scrum is one of the agile methods so it's one of the methods in which you can deliver software using the agile methodology of course there are different uh, methods in agile uh, so and we will talk a bit about everything but this is in essence the agile methodology yes absolutely that's that's a really actually really good uh, uh, good uh, sort of um, detailed explanation thank you amit for that but if i was to sort of um, uh, going uh, take a step back and see uh, from uh, what other methodologies there are so one of the one of the uh, another popular counter methodology there are is called waterfall technology so another methodology which is kind of a counter of agile methodology is the waterfall method and uh, what happens in water, waterfall method as you as you uh, just explained that uh, what we were doing is we will have the design and the test and the deployment etc and one would come after the other we would finish one and then we would fin- uh, start the next one and then we'll deploy which is you know uh, kind of it looks like waterfall as uh, uh, you know if you put it in a flow chart whereas agile is kind of like um, you know you take the feedback of a you know sort of an mvp is one of the terms uh, in agile minimum viable product you basically just yes. do the minimum um, uh, uh, customer requirements meet them put it in uh, production and then take feedback from customers and then go back and do a con- continuous iterative process yes. and that's what make uh, makes agile methodology so 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 um, sort of ideal for software development i mean waterfall methodologies uh, uh, is is not necessarily a, a bad method because there are uh, projects which are very ideal for waterfall like for example a construction project um you have to build floor by floor first because you can't build in yeah. a 10 10 story building you can't build the 8 9th and 10th before making may doing the foundation so there are 
practical usage of, of different methods. But when it comes to software development, uh, what we've seen is, you know, there are bound to be bugs that are found. And um, then, you know, the, the vision of the, uh, of the developer or uh, of the project manager that how the software should be um, almost certainly will in some ways or another differ from the end user. And what we, what's the ultimate objective to make the software product, you know, usable or ideal or tailor-made for the end user. They are our customers. They're the most important uh, people to sort of cater for whatever we're working towards. So uh, for that, uh, Agile methodologies kind of enables that, in, you know, it kind of ingrains that in our working process. And that's that way we could sort of come up with or continuously improve the software product, uh, in, you know, if we work in this way. That's, that's why kind of agile methodologies have gained popularity as, you know, a software development has, you know, became more and more commonplace in, you know, in the last 20 years. Yes, um, absolutely. So, yeah. I think uh, you you hit some of the key points, which is like uh, responding to change and maybe uh, d delivery fast. Uh, because I think it's important in, in the world where everything is changing so rapidly, you want to deliver software very fast. And if your competitor has launched a new product, you should be able to respond to that change as well quickly. You cannot take uh, three months to respond to an advertisement or a, or a price change from a competitor. You have to respond very quickly. So you have to build fast, fail fast, and deliver it to the customer you cannot say oh i'll launch my product um, in uh, one year time or three months time the customer will find some other product so what you want to do is you want to release the website or uh, any software product and then ask the customer for feedback and, and ch change that uh, change the software based on that because sometimes what happens is people think they know what the customer wants and we are trying to guess it and then we are trying to build it ourselves and when we actually give it to the customer the customer gives a totally different feedback that we never anticipated and then we are like oh man we could have built the product in this way had we released it faster and got the feedback so yes yeah, so now we time. have to now we have to go back and go through all of these processes of development uat testing and deployment so obviously that you know obviously delays the whole process. Exactly. So it's yeah. like uh, you want a lo login screen and you think about having a username and a password and a lot of other things. But uh, the customers start using it and they're like, okay, I want single sign-on. I don't want this. Uh, and then you go back to the drawing board, you implement single sign-on and then you release it. The customers start using it more and more. Then they ask, then you give them a new feature and they say, no, I want this feature. And then you go back, change it. So I think it's, it's that iterative and respond, quickly respond. So, a change comes, you respond to that. Uh, a feedback comes, you respond to that. And every time you respond, you give a working product. You don't say, oh, it will come. Oh, it will work that way. Currently, it is not working, but it will work that way. No, customer wants a working product. Even if it is minimum, minimal functionality, they want a working product. They don't want something that works. Oh, it will work three months down the line. There is a button, but it will not work now. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, because of, you know, how customer focused it is, or, or um, you know, sort of, sort of meeting the needs in, in, in real time or in good time, uh, that's what makes, makes this sort of working process so popular. Um, so, I mean, obviously, right. So, um, 
So, yeah, we, we've talked about, you know, what Agile Methodologies is on a high level, you know, to, to understand the overall uh, sort of definition of it. But now, um, obviously, it's, it's a lot more than just the definition. You know, there is a detailed working procedure with a lot of um, sort of uh, different tools that make up the whole of the methodologies, like uh, a, a Kanban board, there are sprints and how each of the tickets are or, or the, each issue is handled and, um, you know, how the work is allocated. So all of these things are quite, um, you know, in detailed and all, you know, has their own sort of uh, small flowcharts, if you'd like, or small working process that one needs to follow if they are following Agile methodologies. For, for me personally, I haven't, um, um, you know, I, I have sort of studied the Agile methodologies with all of these details, but uh, in reality, I've, um, you know, worked in various, various engagements in past where developers have been using Agile methodologies. But what happens is depending on the individual organization, some large, some medium and some small scale businesses, uh, they are do doing software development, they are publishing products into the market. And it, it, it feels like, or what happened in my experience is that the practical thing to do is sort of tailor make the Agile methodologies principles and sort of pick and choose the ones that works best for your particular organizational yeah. needs. And um, not only pick and choose a lot of the times, but also sometimes sort of uh, uh, tailor some of the processes, somehow, sometimes amend them slightly so it matches the needs of your, you know, your organization and things like that. So, for example, um, you know, and a lot of a lot of the times people do call it a hybrid uh, methodology where they kind of take uh, the agile methodology as a as a principle uh, as as the core of uh, core working structure, but then they also add and remove various things based on based on the particular needs and. Um, but I mean, some of these things that always prevailed is, you know, one term, which is MVP, I mentioned earlier, minimum yes. viable product. Yeah. Uh, this is something so in the beginning of starting a project or even in an ongoing project, you basically identify the success criteria or the customer requirements that these are the things that absolutely needs to happen in, in the deployment and then prioritize them based on, you know, the, the importance of each of these say bug fixes or code enhancements or features that the new product will have. And then make sure that MVP, uh, so while working towards the MVP is done. So you don't do too much more than the MVP. And you know, every iteration, uh, MVP, you know, the, the minimum viable product becomes better and better, but you still work towards making the minimum viable product. And then yes. the next iteration, you take the newer features, but you still go with minimum viable product. But every time you deploy, the requirements would increase. So the minimum viable product will be better and better every iteration, but we'll still be working towards always minimum viable product. That way, we're always a lot 
faster in terms of deployment and going through the whole life cycle of development you are right you are right because uh, i think uh, that minimum viable product has to be a working product as i mentioned if you deliver a website with a button the button should be working otherwise don't deliver yes. the button hide the button so it should be a working product so a lot of a lot of time people think mvp or minimum viable product is something that we just release to the customer even if it's not working no it has to work for the customer um, and there are a lot of uh, diagrams and memes on what mvp means um, yes. and uh, what customer wants and what actually is delivered um, and what actually mvp means so we will share those links with uh, the people but um, yeah as you mentioned agile has a lot of different methods one of the most popular method is the scrum methodology then you have kanban methodology you have lean methodology you have extreme uh, programming you have many other things um, i think for today's talk we will focus on scrum and kanban which are the most popular uh, software development uh, methodologies uh, followed by most organizations uh, especially uh, where they have adopted agile as renat mentioned there are organizations that still follow waterfall or a hybrid where they do part waterfall and part agile and it works for them and every organization has a different product cycle and release cycle etc so they adapt these uh, process uh, to suit their uh, delivery cycle um, so it's important to know that okay this will not solve all your problems but you you need to understand how it works especially for a small company uh, it can work for a large organization to move very fast it can take a lot of uh, i mean you have a lot of inertia to go that fast so you have to overcome that inertia um, and it can work in small projects but not at the whole organization level so there is a new concept called scaled agile so how do you scale the agile framework or the scrum methodology from a project level to a program portfolio or even a directorate level and and all the way till the organization level and that is also quite getting quite popular how do you move the whole organization in terms of process and delivery everything in a agile way and yes uh, absolutely and that's uh, that that's quite interesting uh, because you say that because um, it, you know a lot of it companies or like sort of tech companies nowadays have this um, sort of um, I don't want to say luxury or have this kind of uh, benefit uh, to become to being IT company only and not um, um, not have a lot of the regulatory requirements <clears throat> that um, commercial or uh, sort of uh, uh, sort of insurance. Yeah, so, yeah. A lot of my engagements in the past were with financial uh, institutions, and uh, one of the things that is uh, that prevents. you know adopting to scale agile is the regulatory requirement compliance requirement that is imposed upon by the government or various various other regulatory board and that kind of prevents them but yeah tech companies you know uh, yes. they could sort of adopt to it much more easily with with lot less friction yeah. going back to one of the things you said uh, about mvp <laughs> i just thought about it and i didn't want to interrupt so i think the key word is viable i think a, a lot of lot of people uh, sort of put the keyword as minimum so yeah. so they they focus on you know minimum but i think mvp has to be viable that's that's the, that's the part uh, so um that's how true a lot of people get that wrong and a uh, lot of times they think that they are doing agile but they are actually doing waterfall <laughs> yeah so uh, i mean let's let's start with scrum because scrum is the most popular agile methodology and uh, scrum has a lot of uh, ceremonies so you call them scrum ceremonies and those ceremonies are important for delivering 
and uh, we have uh, ceremonies um, you you have a product okay so say you have a product i want to build a, a website um and that website will have a login functionality it will have a shopping uh, cart it will have payments it will have a user my account it will have a shop front where you can go and browse without logging in etc and all these are different features for the website and i want to build this website so there is a product owner and the product owner decides how the product should work based on Uh, customer service, uh, organizational needs, what the organization wants to sell, design, etc., and the product owner then comes up with uh, stories or features. Okay, my website should do this. So when a user goes to the website, they should be able to see this. When they log in, they should be log in with the username and password. Once they are logged in, they should be able to uh, add something to the cart and check out with their personal details. If they are not logged in, do this, do that. So that's a feature, and he breaks it down. He or she breaks it down into multiple stories. Uh, stories have become popular, or issues have become popular with Jira, which is a very uh, popular agile uh, tool for delivering software. So a lot of companies now use Jira for delivering software in a agile way. So the product uh, features have been defined. So that's in the product backlog. No one is doing any design. No one is doing any development. No one is doing any testing. So once that product backlog is created with lot of features. then you go into sprint so sprint is a short period so like sprinting for a race you run very fast for a very short period so similarly you develop very fast for 1 to 4 weeks maximum ideal spot is 2 to 4 weeks one week is not enough so 2 to 4 weeks is the ideal spot so where you have development now 2 to 4 weeks doesn't mean oh i will design first then i will develop then i will test so then it becomes waterfall so you have to as and when the feature is ready you test give feedback to the developer so so coming back to the sprint so you have the product backlog with all the features and everything and then you have the sprint so what goes into the sprint so you have a time boxed uh period so it is fixed you cannot go beyond 2 weeks so you have to create the minimum viable product in 2 weeks time or 4 weeks time so in order to create that product you can only commit to stories that are uh, feasible so you ask for people's opinion okay developer okay business analyst okay tester how much time do you think it will take to build this okay business analyst will say first in order for me to define it for the developer it will take 2 days developer will say to me for me to create it it will take half an hour tester will say but because it, i have to test it on multiple platforms it will take me another 2 days so this feature which you think should be done in one day will actually take 4 days okay so that story point estimation and now people are collaborating it's not like developer will say give an estimate tester will give an estimate later when the testing cycle comes and a business analyst will, will give a separate estimate so um, i mean so you have the uh, product backlog and you have people who are estimating so you have the business analyst estimating you have the uh, uh, the developers estimating and the testers estimating and they are all test uh, estimating at the same time it's not like a in waterfall that okay when you come to development then you estimate when you come to testing then you estimate and we don't know how much time it will take so now everyone is collaborating Every Everyone is working together, and everyone is telling, "Okay, this is how much time it will take." And then there is a scrum master, and a lot of people confuse scrum master as to what is the role of a scrum master. I'll explain it a bit later. But okay, so you have the product backlog, and you have a sprint. For the sprint, you need to have a backlog, and what backlog means is features that need to be developed. 
okay so those features need to be developed in a way that can fit in a sprint so i in some sprints i'll have 10 stories in some sprints i'll have five stories because they are bigger in size okay um and all the stories will end, lead to a mvp in the end so so you have the product backlog which is the main product then for every sprint you have some backlog and you feed those stories into the sprint you add it to the sprint then you start a sprint whenever the sprint runs you have a scrum uh, meeting every day a daily scrum so what it is is everyone is talking what did you do yesterday what are you going to do today simple as that okay so that means that whatever you have uh, the work that you have done uh, yesterday you are going to tell to the team and the work that you are going to do today you are going to tell to the team and if there are any blockers you tell to the team and then there will be people who will help you guide you fix it so that's a scrum ceremony once you finish the sprint so two week or four week period is over then you have a sprint review what have you delivered let's review that what have you built let's review that you said you will build a mvp have you actually built an mvp let's review that so that's a sprint review and then you have a sprint retrospective that retrospective is nothing but okay what went well what what did we do good what went bad what we could have done better things like that okay so the that's the whole the, this encompasses all the scrum ceremonies so when people talk about the daily scrum meetings the sprint retrospectives the sprint review the sprint planning etc so when we are estimating that it's called sprint planning so you plan how much stories will come how much story points will it take etc and all that comes into the planning phase and then you start the sprint um, then you finish the sprint with a retrospective and then you start the next sprint so next set of mvps and that's how sprint or agile uh, scrum works right right okay that's that's actually a lot of information and a lot of uh, sort of uh, yes. <laughs> <coughs> a lot of um, jargon so let's let's review what we just said so there in terms of roles there are a product owner there's scrum master and then there are uh, the development team which is the uh, which consists of the business analyst sometimes or uh-huh. the product owner acts as a business analyst then you have the uh, developers then you have the testers and they're all working right, together right. as a development team right right or delivery so, team you can call it so product owner and then there is a business um, sort of uh, uh, sort of I, I, i usually came across the term more sme like uh, subject, subject matter, matter expert. expert so yes. uh, so normally what happens is uh, the development team and the testing team they are more technical uh, and the product mm-hmm. team is more feature oriented so they don't understand mm-hmm. the technology and the people who understand technology they don't understand the feature they just right, understand okay i want to build this what is the requirement so someone has okay. to translate those things so someone takes the feature and then tells how it should be actually delivered in terms of the technology so i want to create a, a user a user should be able to log into the website so it means i need to have a username i need to have a password i need to store that password and username in a database i need to store the password as a hash so if the database gets hacked they don't get the actual password so all these t- technical requirements will not be written by a product owner so someone has yeah. to translate that so that's where the business analyst comes they will say okay fine 
okay you want someone to log in but behind that login you have to do all these things you have to create a database you have to store the username you have to store the password you have to ask the people to change the password frequently the password should match certain criteria etc if you enter the wrong password you should get this error message etc etc so all those technical technical things will be then passed on to a developer and the developer will then follow that and then build it in a story you will also have an acceptance criteria that this is something that has to work and a tester will then verify or validate whether the uh, the product that has been developed or the story that has been developed meets the acceptance criteria so a product owner will say okay user should be able to log in user should get a error message user should be able to log out that's the acceptance criteria tester will verify all that and then he, they will do a exploratory of okay what is uh, beyond this can i actually log in without entering the username and password can i just enter the username press enter without a password can i log in so those kind of exploratory things so those are additional on top of the acceptance criteria but the acceptance criteria has to be there right 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 okay so that's 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 another piece of the puzzle as well so um in terms of um uh in terms of role if you've kind of said who or you know how many roles there are and who does what in a role and then we moved on to the each individual tasks and which we are kind of managing in a sprint so if we review that part um so there is a main product backlog and then there is a like a weekly sprint uh, no, not a weekly sprint a biweekly uh, two two weeks or fortnightly or say a four week a monthly a sprint yeah, yeah it depend depends yeah, on, on the yeah 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 so on that uh, period you have picked out you know you have prioritized a list of tasks that are in the in in you know uh, um that are sort of in the left hand column if you'd like and then um the development team you know takes on uh, each of them they sort of assesses how long they will take estimates uh, you know the tester and the developer all estimates and then it moves on to from column by column and i think this is where the term kanban board comes in this is the board itself sort of holds all the stories and tracks the progress of of so of kanban actually has just uh, three columns scrum mm-hmm. in scrum you can have multiple columns so let's let's finish about scrum because i think okay. we missed one of the roles which is the scrum master yes <laughs> which is which is something that people get confused with a lot so scrum master is basically telling people to follow the agile methodology mm-hmm. that's it right are right. we following the agile methodology of delivering software that's right. the role of a scrum master a scrum master is not telling you okay deliver deliver that feature develop that feature no are you following the agile methodology have you do you have a product backlog are there enough stories in the backlog do you have a sprint backlog are there enough stories in the sprint backlog you said that you will deliver it in two weeks time are you on track to deliver it in two weeks time do we have to change it from two weeks to four weeks then Right, right. Things right. like that. And Are you doing the sprint reviews? Are you doing the sprint retrospective? So, Scrum Master has to enforce people to use the Scrum methodology. Right, Now, right. Once the once the Scrum team is capable enough, the Scrum Master's role is not needed. So, they move on to a different Scrum team. That's the role of Scrum I Master. I see. Okay, I I didn't realize that actually. That's that's actually quite good to know. So, uh, Scrum Master is also the person who would lead this daily stand-up calls or the huddle. Uh, I've I've had. Or is so it? They not? don't have to lead. It's all about people collaborating. There is no leader. There is no project manager. There is no. It's about us, 
not about him her it's about we so uh, when scrum master says scrum master is actually not leading the call the scrum master is just telling people okay are you following this methodology you actually need to come and together and then ask questions okay let's let's agree that we'll meet in so and so this time of the day and let's agree that on this time of the day we'll talk about these things and it should not take more than 10 minutes or 15 minutes so we don't waste everyone's time in mm-hmm. large discussions so that's what and if it takes more than 30 minutes as kramas will say guys we said that we will discuss for 15 minutes now you're taking 30 minutes do you think it's a good use of your time so that's what the scrum master is there the scrum master is there as an observer to see whether you're following those principles or are you just right. wasting time i see okay okay that's that's uh, that's that's a good way to look at things that's a really good perspective because of course yeah you don't want to uh, you know when developing you know when working on a creative project you don't want to be sort of burdened by micromanagement but it should always be like a collaborative you know um, exactly. project where there is a lot of uh, sort of internal uh, sort of incentive or motivation yes. to rather so than it's like a bird's eye view of the whole project and uh, right. whether it's working on whether it's working the way we want it to work because a lot mm-hmm. of times people don't have a bird eye view and the scrum master has a bird's eye view of what everything is happening behind the scene and then and and the scrum uh, when we de- deliver the sprint the sprint can have multiple columns so when you talk about columns actually it's uh, which stage of the uh, the delivery it is so it could be in progress it could be in backlog it could be blocked it could be in code review it could be testing in qa it could be um, it could be uh, done so there are multiple s- stages so that's what defines the columns the, the work you move it across different uh, stages in kanban you have just three stages to do in progress done and you can name it whatever you want but you have just three columns so it means you right. have to churn those columns quickly so in kanban mm-hmm. you always so the scrum board will be different from kanban board in this way a scrum uh, board will have multiple columns it can be 2 3 4 5 6 10 maybe of course it's not ideal but yeah and then in uh, kanban board you'll have just three columns in progress right. to do done sorry to do in progress done what is there to do okay can we move some stories to in progress so yes let's move them and if the progress is done has it been tested has it been verified done so there is no in between of code review this that it's all very simple and straightforward so that's kanban right okay so what would happen what would be in the additional additional columns in in the scrum board in the scrum board I, as, I, as i mentioned so you will have code reviews you will have uh, uh, in qa you will have done the stories done so instead of in progress so so in progress would be uh, for developer then the progress would say okay let's go to code review then let's go to in qa so or to qa it could be also blocked the story needs some more information or the story needs some more data inputs from product owners or it can't be done etc so blocked mm-hmm. then you have done so it is done so you can release it uh, so things like that so you have multiple columns and um, uh, you have uh, based on the project you can define the columns those are flexible and when we are talking about all these columns they are very specific to jira software so let's just clarify it for people who are there who are listening that uh, jira is the most widely used agile uh, scrum or kanban tool uh, 
um, in the world and uh, they use multiple columns of course there are different tools and they also use but we are talking about columns uh, Trello Trello is quite popular so a lot of people use Trello uh, it's all completely web based and you can have multiple columns um, and it's it works on the same principle you can manage not just software delivery some people use Trello for their day-to-day -day life as well and activities so so, yeah. Right, right. Okay, I was going to mention Trello actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I was going to mention Trello myself as you were talking. It, it's such an amazing tool, and it's free. So um, for the for the audience uh, who doesn't know already, Trello.com, I think, or I yeah, don't know. Trello yeah, Trello.com. Yeah, yeah. Trello.com yeah. is a free Kanban board uh, web page, and they have all kinds of feature, all available for free, and for any of your personal projects or even if you're you know work you know starting up as an entrepreneur with a new uh, sort of tech company or a, uh, or an idea that you want to sort of track the progress of that is a really good piece of website that you would really enjoy um, doing the Kanban board on and it's not just because it's Kanban board but it's a really good tracker of your progress of uh, and all the things that you have to do it could just be used as a task list or to-do list in for your own personal things that you do so yeah um, not sponsored by them because <laughs> they are free yeah. <laughs> so um, but do do check the, check that website out it is a powerful website yes so, so yeah, so we, we talked about uh, the Scrum methodology and we talked about Kanban and those are the two main, more popular. There are other, other mix, other methods, a hybrid method, uh, uh, a bimodal where you have waterfall and agile. Um, so you have first part waterfall, second part agile. Then in hybrid, you have waterfall and uh, say, um, I mean, it's it's a mixture basically hybrid yes, model. Yes. so you can you can understand like okay there are different methodologies and different ways to deliver so uh, you can combine that and you can deliver it so um, i think that's the essence of agile deliver Absolutely, fast yeah. fail yeah. early uh, have a minimum viable product make a working product for the customer and uh, don't i mean you have to document things it's not like don't document but the working product is more important than process and collaboration is key and i think that's what the agile methodology is all about and that's what agile is all about and the word agile means be quick adaptable i be think adaptable. that's uh, that's yeah. uh, that's the more of a synonym so, yeah absolutely what you said is absolutely correct and um uh, one of the thing is, I mean, uh, this reminds me one of the way kind of I kind of um, uh, made a hybrid model based on, you know, uh, a project I was working in. Instead of Kanban board, I had created just a, like a sort of a tracker in Excel where I had four different work streams. So it wasn't I had to uh, rather than creating four Kanban boards and tracking everything separately because there was a lot of resources or people working on it um, were kind of interchangeable to these different projects. So I sort of created four uh, different work streams in, in an Excel file. And, you know, the main thing about it is accountability, right? So, you know, whoever is given whichever story or task to do, they take ownership of that. And I've sort of just, you know, listed out the tasks and listed out the status of them rather than going column by column, just going the state, you know, in the status, just um, yeah. 
having a rag status, red, amber, green, and um, and kind of like a deadline column, etc. So yeah, you can absolutely make any. You know, the 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 key thing is to have visibility, transparency. You know, of what you're doing to your team members, so all of everyone can see what everyone else is doing. That way, no one loses vision of the final product, and. Um, another key thing is accountability. So, you know, you don't have to be pushed or, uh, by the management or your senior, uh, you know, manager or whoever is. So you won't be micromanaged, but you'll have accountability to the rest of the team. Yes. So that gives you more of an incentive that, yeah, this is my task and I want to do it in my deadline. Because otherwise everyone else is seeing. And also there will be people waiting for you to finish your tasks. So for example, the developer has to develop before the tester can test. So these things are all kind of comes together. So as long as these key uh, requirements are met, you could design your own Kanban board for uh, for for all intents and purposes. But yeah, Kanban board, that is the, the designed one or the Scrum board that is, that, that is a, um, a very popular established method of tracking tasks. Uh, so yeah, design it if you absolutely have to, but there is a very working effective model that you, you know, you can follow, which is the Kanban board. Yes. So yeah, that's, yes. uh, that's, that's a lot of uh, information. And, uh, you know, uh, Amit, you've, you've taught me quite some things as well. I, you know, I had gaps and pockets of uh, unknown information in, in, in these, but uh, it was, it was actually good to listen to you cover a lot of it. And uh, yeah, I feel like I have, um, you know, um, have more of a structured or a more of a, a, a fulfilled knowledge on, on, on this methodology. And hopefully our audience has the, has the same sort of impression. Yes, I think, uh, uh, I mean, uh, thanks a lot for uh, selecting this topic and uh, thanks to the audience who requested for this. Uh, we would have not thought about talking about this topic, but thanks to you guys, we actually uh, decided to okay uh, talk about it and um, uh, enlighten our uh, use uh, viewers and listeners. Uh, and the important thing is uh, to real uh, to take back from this talk is that uh, it's all about delivering something and in order to deliver something you need to have some tasks and people need to work on those tasks now how you work on those tasks is all about organizing yourself and agile is one way to organize within an organization and you can organize yourselves in different ways um, and this seems to be a very good and fast way uh, currently and in the future we might come up with even a better way uh, we talked about robotic process automation. So all these processes that we keep talking about, we can automate that. So in the future of uh, software delivery, you can we can have uh, better methods. But as of now, this is one of the best methods to deliver something quickly. Um, and uh, that's what is transforming the, uh, the software world. Um, so it's uh, very good to know about this. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I thank you guys, the audience for listening in. Uh, we had a lot of fun and I've learned a lot from this talk. Uh, hopefully you guys did too. Um, I hope to see you guys again in our next talk. And please do feel free to reach out to us in, in various methods in, you know, listen in the description. Uh, tell us what you would like us to talk about next or any feedback or uh, suggestions from all the talks that we've done in the past. If you'd like us to reach out to any particular um, sort of, um, you know, tech 
uh, notable person, uh, do let us know and we'll reach out to them and hopefully can bring them as guests. So um, yeah, thanks again for listening in and that's all for today. Hope to see you guys next week. Thank you everyone. Bye. Bye.